At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. Are you interested in black and white photography? We recently created a mini course for anyone who wants to take amazing black and white photographs both indoors and outdoors. It's essentially a crash course made up of 11 lessons that will introduce you to the genre, inspire you to try new things, and help you take amazing photographs, all within a short period of time. The current price is $19. We'll increase the price on January 1st, so make sure to take advantage of this amazing deal right now. Check out the link in the show notes to find out more. I look forward to helping you take your black and white photography skills to the next level. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World Podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. In this episode, I talk to the incredible Enrique Olvera, who is a wedding and family photographer from Mexico, based in Italy. We talk about his wedding photographs, how he takes authentic photographs of his family, and much more. Please enjoy. Hi, Enrique. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Please introduce yourself to the listeners. Hola, Taya. Nice to meet you. I'm really, really happy to, to be here with you. And well, uh, hi, everyone. I am Enrique Olvera. I'm a wedding and family photographer from Mexico. And now I'm living in Italy. I've been living here for seven years now. I live in a small city in the northeast of Italy called Ferrara, and that's it. I, well, I grown up in Mexico. I passed almost all my life over there, and then I moved uh, here in Italy to have my children uh, with, my, with my girlfriend. Now we decided to, to come here and make a born or grown up our family here in Italy. And I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's Sorry. a great introduction. I really like it. And my first question is, you grew up in Mexico and then you moved to Italy and then you started a wedding photography and family photography business in Italy, right? Uh, no, actually, I started in Mexico. I, I start, I've been doing the, or I've been working as a professional photographer almost for 10, 10 years now, 11 almost. And I, I started in Mexico. I, I, when I finished the university, I studied industrial design. So when I finished, I, my passion <laughs> was photography, you know. So I started getting involved. And the first kind of photography where, when I started was family. I started working with family. <laughs> so and then from there, I moved to, to weddings as well. And then, well, when I moved to Italy, I just start here again with all my customers, no, because it was a, a different country. But uh, actually, I started in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And moving to Italy and starting all over again there, was that 
I mean, I imagine it was scary for you as a photographer. Was there anything specific that you did to meet new people, to have new customers? Yes. Uh, when I moved here in Italy, it was, was like, <laughs> okay, and now what? No? So mm-hmm. I, I, make, or I make a lot of questions to myself. No? If this was the path I want to follow, no? if I want to continue with families and weddings, no? because this is a, for me, it was a big, big opportunity no? because sometimes you start doing something uh, that you think you love, no? And maybe with the past of the times, when it gets more like a job sense, no, not a passion, a job, you say, okay, it's good for me. I want to keep doing. Uh, so had the opportunity to like come here and, okay, I don't have nothing. I don't have any clients. I can't start from zero. Do I want to keep doing uh, families and weddings or maybe doing another kind of photography? So dancewear was yes i want to keep doing that i i love it uh, it's like a something like a make me feel good make me feel alive and give me a lot of satisfaction so when i start here the the first thing was like okay start contact uh, like making a network no so contact another photographers, uh, studios, you know, maybe offering my service like a second photographer or assistant for the shootings to try to get involved you know, in, the, in the community. Also, I try to contact uh, like wedding vendors, you know, wedding planners, venues, and then uh, offering like services uh, sometimes uh, for free you know, to people that I like to make a portfolio, no? Because uh, I had all my portfolio was from Mexico, from the Caribbean. So <laughs> to, to, to try to, to give that works here, now make that works here is, was like, okay, we live in Italy and we don't have the palm trees or the ocean, no? So you, you need, I think, uh, be like conscient or if you want to show some portfolio to somebody, like try to do it uh, the people can imagine themselves now in that background. So, yes, the, I think the first thing was make a portfolio when I arrived here. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah, I've never thought of it that way. I mean, you're in one country and you already have a portfolio, but when you move to another country, the people in that country won't be able to imagine themselves in those places because they're not going to be having weddings there. So it makes sense. <laughs> Exactly. Also, well, the sometimes the people, it's like a, something I notice about here when I just arrived is you need one or win the, the confidence of people. Mm-hmm. No. So if you don't have any work done here, the people if don't doesn't feel confident about you. So doesn't matter if you say, well, I have like five years doing this, no, I'm a pro, I'm a professional. If you don't have something to, to show the, them, they don't going to feel that confidence. So that, that's why it's important also, because uh, the people is going to be more confident about you. And then when they start trusting no, in your work, for me, the best thing is uh, the work, no? When they talk about with their friends, when they talk about with their families, about the experience, about the, the photos, that's, I think, the, the major success for me about mm-hmm. uh, working. The, the thing works for me the best is uh, when the, they spread, no? They spread the good words about me with their family or friends. Absolutely. Yeah. And that I'm sure gives you a lot more clients and people who are fans of your work. So, you know, I completely understand. Uh, what camera equipment do you use? As equipment, I try to keep it very simple. Uh, I use Canon. I'm a Canon user. And I have the 5D Mark IV as a principal uh, body. And also I have a 6D. And uh, as uh, lenses, I use uh, 35 millimeters in the 5D, like 100% of the time. And in the other camera, I use uh, 50 millimeters almost all day during the weddings. 
Um, for the dance floor, I use I like to use the 20 millimeters because you give you a very wide and funny perspectives now about the dance floor. And sometimes I use 85 millimeters, but that that is not very often. I I don't like uh, be so far of of the people. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And you also are into film photography as well. You have some film camera equipment, right? Yes, yes. I I'm doing some personal work on film. I would love to to transport to my professional or business uh, also the film. So as equipment, I have uh, some 35 millimeters cameras and as well medium format cameras. I have a Mamilla 645 uh, that I love it because you have almost the same ratio of a 35 millimeters camera. And also I have a Raleigh 6x6 camera. And that one, it, I like a lot because make you think more no, about the, the frame <laughs> because it's a square. So you need to think the frame like that. That's something I love about the film cameras because you have the, the ratio and is that. No? With the digital, you can crop, you can make a lot of things and you're always going to see the, the frame in 35 millimeters now with the film cameras you're going to see the, the aspect ratio that it is in the camera in the film mm, that's true yeah those limitations can be a bit annoying sometimes i guess but i think mostly they're very inspiring because as you said they make you think about photography from a different perspective yeah yeah that that's something i love it about the film cameras because challenge you know to to think different to think in another way no we are used to to do it one way most if we are used to work with digital so you with digital you have endless endless uh, possibilities about what can you do no you can go with high iso no problem you can go 1.4 with the lens no problem you can do it wherever you want with film you have limitations and that limitations make you more precise when you are working no? and also make you look for alternative solutions. And that's something I love. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I can see why you love it. What is your favorite and least favorite part of being a wedding photographer? Uh, well, my I start with the least favorite. <laughs> I think... Uh, not just a wedding photographer, but as freelance photographer, the part I don't like is all the background work we need to do it, like uh, all the contability or the <laughs> marketing or all that stuff. I I really don't doesn't like it too much, but it's something like very very important that you need to do it. And the part I love about my job is uh, work with people. That's the, the best part for me. I have the opportunity to work with people, to share with them um, the, the happiness, no? Uh, because when you're working in a wedding, it's like a cliche, but it's true. You are working with people in one of their best days of their lives, no? Mm-hmm. So it's, for me, it's something priceless. Have the opportunity to share this time these memories with day and also uh, because depends how you approach no but in the way i approach uh, wedding photography it's very intimate so you are really really sharing with day these memories no uh, that's something i think is the best part of, of my job also well you can travel you can go and, and know other places other cultures so, yes, you have a lot of things, but for me, the most important is that you now share with people their memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can really sense your love for wedding photography and family photography in your words because you have such cozy and heartwarming photographs, especially your wedding photographs. I can really tell that you have a good relationship with your clients that you didn't just show up to the wedding and with a camera and started taking photographs. Like you actually know their story and you have a relationship with them basically. 
what advice would you give to someone who wants their wedding photographs to have a unique look? Well, the I think the principal advice and it's something like uh, I try to apply in, in my life is be honest. Be honest uh, with you, be honest with your clients, and be honest with your work. So that's for me is, a, is a, the best thing you can do it because if if you want to do wedding photography, you are you have a lot of responsibility. You know? Often wedding photographers we are like in the photography community you now, see it like, okay, you're doing weddings. Okay, you are not, not, not so cool or you are not so, you don't do it fashion, you are not work photographer, you are not extreme sports photographer. No? But you have a lot of responsibility because you, you are documenting the life, the people's life no? in, in this moment, in this day. So be honest, if you want to do this, do it because you want to do this, no? not because uh, you want to to want a lot of money or you want to be cool. No? So be like that. Be honest for this. And also, like, um, be patient no? because we need to be really, really patient with photography. Uh, when you're working, you need to be patient uh, at the moment. No, sometimes we have an idea, no, we, we would love a cool wedding with uh, beautiful decorations or beautiful people, no, and maybe you arrive, it's going to be the simple wedding, no, they don't want to have nothing, so be patient with this, no, don't, don't get frustrated, it's good, and also, like, respect the people you have in front, no, so... Those are the advice I, I can give. Yeah, that's very good advice. By the way, your English is great. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. Yeah, I think for photography, the foundation has to be passion. You know, you have to genuinely love it. And I think this is something that people struggle with in general in other industries. So it's great that as photographers who do have passion for what we do, we have this opportunity to choose from different genres and to pick what we really like. So, yeah, it's very good advice. And, of course, it's very important to respect your clients as well and to know their story and be able to document it properly. Yeah. Yes, when, when you get to know the, the people and you listen, that is something that is very important. Know how to listen to the people. No? And uh, if you listen to them, you're going to know everything. You're going to be able to get every every place now. For example, uh, when I when I work, I always try to start from the getting ready now moments of the couple, because in this way it's easy for me to be part of the group of uh, friends now. Because for me, when when I arrive, it's not about uh, just arrive and meet a photographer. Okay, guys, everyone, look at me here. I'm the photographer and I take pictures all day. For me, the important thing is when I arrive, I need to be one of their wedding party, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be, if I can reach this point, no, of be one of them, I can be there in front of them when they are getting their clothes on, no? And I can be taking photos. And nobody's going to care about that, no? So you're going to have very, very intimate and very, very uh, personal moments. No? Also, you can be in front of them when they are kissing no? because it's, it's not easy for, for people, especially if they are not Jews. I mostly, I think the 90% of my clients, they are not Jews or, or they not feel comfortable in front of the cameras. No? That's the first thing everybody says to you, you know, okay, I, I don't very photogenic, no, don't, don't take me too many photos of me. I don't feel confident in front of the camera. So if you can go over, no, and be part of their friends, be part of their inner circle, they're going to allow you to take many photos as you want, no, and you don't going to have to think about this, no, they're going to be just comfortable you're going to be there to take the photos now you need 
So it's that's why it's very very important to to listen people to make feel them comfortable. Absolutely, yeah. I think wedding photographers are not just photographers; they're also psychologists because they know how to connect with people really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, sometimes is uh, this is true because also it's not gonna be just for the photos. No, sometimes people gonna ask you about uh, how they look with their clothes. No, if you like uh, the venue, they are gonna give ask you for advices. No, the what they should wear. No, which colors. Uh, which bean you know or if the day is good enough and you need to be there for them no you need to be okay available and say like okay yes this is important here no as well be honest no well you look good okay these clothes are not so good maybe you can try always with the respect no? no don't say like okay you look ugly it's, <laughs> it's not that, that the good way that but uh, with respect no okay look uh, this is not uh, so good or no favorite not to, to you so maybe you can use these or these colors maybe are good for you and if if they feel in this way to you no you you are you are in the good way no you are almost done then the photos are going to be much, much easier. But, but yes, sometimes we are like <laughs> psychologists, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I completely understand. And you made a good point about being honest because it's very important to be genuine with your clients because if you say yes to everything and you always say that everything looks good, then maybe they won't trust you that much. But if you give them constructive feedback from time to time and you're really honest with them, then they will trust you more because they'll know that you have your own values as a photographer you have your own taste exactly exactly you you, you have a or you need to have your opinion now as you say you can't always say yes to everything because it's uh like a unuseful point for them no like okay what what's why i asking you if you always give me the reason to me now you, you need have to your opinion uh, and just say it in the in a respectful way but uh, yes you are you're allowed to speak now because you are you are a professional and you have a point of view that it's valid that's why they are hiding you now because they see your photos they love it but it's not just for that now in these times it's not just for that why why they are hiding you because Good photographers, you can find a lot. Now, you have a lot of good people working them, but they ask, they hiring you because they trust in you, in you, now in your photos, in your vision, but also because they respect you as a professional. So it's important to have an opinion. And, and yes, be honest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I remember when I first started taking photos of people. And they started paying me a little bit for you know every hour. And I was really, really young. I remember I felt so embarrassed because I thought, well, I'm very young. I don't have that much experience. And these people are paying me. So I have no right to share any of my opinions with them. So I think that's something that photographers, especially if they're beginners, should keep in mind. You have your own taste. You have your own professional input. So you need to use that and you need to respect yourself. Yes, 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 you you need to uh, have your own uh, point of view uh, and respect your point of view. Also, but also you need to be open, no, yeah. to others' point of view. Sometimes I think that's something uh, like one of my is something like I I have on me like a, I very open mind, no. So for example, if I want to do it something in some way and if i can't do it like that i'm open no it's like okay come on we want to change the plan no and especially with wedding you need to be like that all the time no like you need to be very flexible very open with your mind but not not for this you don't gonna have an opinion no you need to be uh, you need trust in your vision, in your opinion, but you need to be open not to any changes now because 
in a wedding day, you you're gonna have the weather that you can control not. So maybe it's gonna be sunny and everything is gonna be perfect. But if it's rainy, <laughs> you need to be open to accept this now and then change all the plants over the day. No, you you don't gonna have like a like a big time to to change everything. Exactly. Yeah, you really have to be flexible and open and assertive at the same time. And you mentioned earlier that you're also a family photographer and you often yes. take photographs of your own children. And I really love those photos of your children because, I mean, I could immediately tell that they were your children. I don't know how, but there was just like that feeling, that atmosphere in your images that had a very homey and cozy feeling. And I know that taking photos of children can be very challenging, especially if they're your own children. So, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any tips for photographers who want to take beautiful photos of their own kids? Yes, yes. Uh, have a, have your camera with you all the time <laughs> because that that's I think is a, the best uh, the, the best advice. Now have the camera with you all the time and uh, and be ready because you and I you you well for me when I'm documenting or photographing my kids I. I just try to do it in the in a natural way, no? What they are doing, and if I saw something, some light or something like I I like it, some situation, I I don't gonna say to them, no, like okay, stop, what are you doing? Let me grab my camera. Uh, no, I just leave them do it, doing what are what are they doing, uh, and grab the camera and just photograph. For me, it's been. Um, uh, I think when when my daughter born uh, Emilia seven years ago, uh, that's helped me and me to me a lot with my photography because I start uh, documenting her all the time now. Like uh, being a freelance photographer allows me to spend a lot of time with with the kids now. So I I document uh, the first years like <laughs> a lot a lot I have a, a lot of photos, and that allows me to grow as a as a wedding photographer too, because some of, of the situations I take with her because everything passed really fast are the same kind of situations that you wanna have on the, on a wedding day. Mm-hmm. No, so it's like a very for me it's been a very useful that no also I learn a lot to anticipate the moment because when you have a kid you 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 need be and you want to document like very spontaneous way you're gonna anticipate the moment no, that is happening like for example uh, if uh, one of the parents is feeding the kid no. And it's something like it's gonna be natural, like uh, they're gonna take, grab the with the spoon, no, the, the food, and they're gonna make ah to the to the little kid, no, and they're gonna open the mouth, and the kid is gonna open the mouth because he's seen hear that, and that's a photo I would love to like, no, to take the the parent with the spoon, the with the mouth open, and the kid with the mouth open being a uh, feed, no. And so you need to, you, you learn to anticipate this moment. And for me, it's been a very, very, like a useful way to improve my, my photography skills for, for weddings. Mm, wow, that's amazing. Uh, and also, also, well, for families, I start, that, that's the way I start uh, in photography. I start uh, with families. So that's what was the first kind of photography I, I was doing, no? And then from there I moved to to wedding, no? Because for me it was like very natural, or was like okay, I'm doing family now. I'm gonna do also weddings, because if you think about maybe or most of the times, not the wedding is the beginning of a new family. <laughs> so mm-hmm. at the end, I for maybe I consider myself more of family photographer <laughs> i i saw the the, the wedding like uh, also family service kind of <laughs> that's true yeah i mean family photography and wedding photography aren't that different because it's people celebrating their lives together and 
yeah, with wedding photography, it's more of a specific day or a specific set of days. But yeah, you're right. It's all kind of the same thing. It's nice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a circle. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did, and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% of your first year as a premium member. We talked a little bit earlier about your film photography. What are three things everyone should know about analog photography? Okay, I'm not uh, very, very, like, uh, technical, no? But three things people should know is, uh, I th for me, at least, is know the limitations you have or you are working with, no? Because when you work with film, you want to have very specific kind of films, no? Co you have color films, uh, negative or uh, positive, no? depending what are you shooting. So you have a lot of limitations, no? Maybe where you live, they, they're going to be available to develop some maybe just negative films and not the slide, no? So those are the limitations you need to know when you are shooting film, no? Also, well, as we say before, like the aspect ratio, no? Of what you're, are you shooting, no? If you're going to shoot on six by six, okay, you know that you need to be maybe more creative with your frame because otherwise it's going to be always too static, maybe. Mm -hmm. Also, no, when you are shooting with uh, medium format cameras, you need to understand better your deep of field no, uh, of the camera because it's very different from 35 millimeters. So I think... That's one of the most important thing, things to me. Know the limitations. Second one is <laughs> be ready uh, or get involved with the process. Now understand the process uh, of film because it's a beautiful world. Now it's very, very interesting. It's very, very gives you a lot of satisfaction when you can or when you make a good photo, uh, so get involved in the process because it's all very, very crafty process now from developing the, the film to print. Now, for example, I, the first time I shooting film was in the, well, I, the first time was like when I had 17 years. Because when I was young, digital was not a thing. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> my first camera was a, a field camera and was like a, a, a Pentax camera from my dad. So was like, okay, all the photos were on focus. No, <laughs> uh, but it was very satisfying, you know, like uh, when you, I saw the photos, no, even if uh, were blurry or not focused. It was beautiful to see it, no? Something like uh, you have an expectation, you you wait, uh, no? You have patience to, to get back your negative and your prints. And like, was very, very beautiful moment, no? Then when I was in the university, I, I have some lessons of photography as well. And we have the dark room over there. So it was very interesting getting involved in all the process now with black and white photography. So we make our on the develop of the negatives, then we make our prints. So we learn to how to print, how to make contrast, 
And that is something I love it because I'm very crafty. You know? I, I study in design, industrial design, so I like a lot work with my hands. I, I like, I, I like. So that's why I think I like the film photography now because you can be part of the process. It's not everything just in the computer. So that's why. So that's a second advice: get involved on the on the process of your photography or your film. And the third one, maybe it's gonna be ready because it's not cheap. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so more in this time now, like it's very fashionable being a film photographer. So the prices are getting crazy. <laughs> So that is more a reason to be involved <laughs> in all the process now, make your own develop and scans if you do it scans. But the third one, yes, get ready because it's not going to be a cheap uh, hobby if you're doing for hobby. If you have the opportunity for doing professional, well, it's going to be easier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing this advice. It's all very helpful to me, especially. I mean, I have dabbled in film photography, but never too seriously. So this is all very helpful. And yeah, film photography is expensive. You do need to be aware of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because it's it's crazy. I think in the last uh, three years, maybe, the prices are getting the double, if not the triple. It's, it's, It's crazy how expensive it's getting. So, but it is very, very nice way to improve your photography. And also, once you start shooting a film, uh, you just love it. You just, because it's very different from the digital. Now, as, as I told you before, digital you have, I think, unlimited possibilities of what you can do it. And you can work very fast. With film, it's more limited and also make you work slower. And I think that is, that is something that's important in this time now. Maybe not be rushed to things now. So work, I love it. When I can work like with calm, no? and that, that's something like uh, couples, no? families all the time told me, no? like, okay, we love it the way you work because you are calm, no? You are the only one that told us all the day, like, relax, don't worry, we have time, no? Like, because I, I like this, no? It's, it's part of my nature, I think. <laughs> like, okay, relax, don't worry, no? We don't have a rush, no? So I like work with, with calm. And when you work with film, you need work with calm, no? So you take your time to, to get in focus, to to make your composition words, to take the measure now of the light. So yes, that's something important. <laughs> right. Oh, everything makes sense now. That's why I feel so relaxed in this interview. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with film photography, it's so, as you said, very slow and it requires a lot of patience. With digital photography, you said it has unlimited possibilities and I think when we have too many options we can kind of go crazy because we don't know what to start with we don't know what to do but with film photography because you have such limitations you are forced to just work with what you have and that can help you be more efficient and more patient as a photographer yes Uh, and for example is something like uh, well I'm I'm Mexican right and over there (laughs) Uh, I remember now when I was a kid, like uh, we want to play now, maybe with some toys or or something. Now I remember the turtle ninjas now that I liked it a lot when I was a kid, and the Playmobil and that stuff. Now and I always remember, like uh, I asked to my dad, and he said, like, no, it's too expensive. Just play with other thing, no? So mm-hmm. we make our own toys, no? With pieces of good or with drugs, or we make our own uh, like cities in the ground, no? With the, the the pieces or the things we just found, and so that kind of uh, things, I very grateful from my childhood because 
when you grow up and you learn to work with what you have and not with what you want, it's you, you're going to be like better now because you're pushing your mind to think in another ways to do the work now. So that's good, no? With the film photography, it's something like similar because the limitations you have, it's going to be just like uh, you need to work with that. Also, that's why I keep simple now my gear. For example, I just work with like the 35 millimeters and the 50 millimeters because I like like if I need to be closer to the people, I get closer to the people. I don't want to just uh, zoom it with my lens, no? So I make two steps in the front. If I want to be wide, well, I make some steps back. So that kind of limitations, I think, are very useful when you want to improve your work and the way you think. Absolutely. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. My gear is pretty limited as well and has always been. And I think this, of course, you know, at times has been frustrating. And I'm sure that some of the listeners can relate to this as well. But ultimately, as you said, really helps you grow, really helps you improve your portfolio in a specific way. And hopefully this is inspiring for the listeners to hear as well. If anyone is, you know, doesn't have that much equipment, don't be discouraged. This can actually be a fantastic advantage. Yeah, yeah, no, don't don't be afraid to shoot with equipment that also that is maybe old. Like I remember the first camera I had was like a was a Canon EOS 100D or something. I, I don't remember the the name. And I had an adapter for a film lens that was I was using the lens of my Pentax. Uh, with that adapter. So I have an old camera with an old lens, manual lens, and that was the first uh, setup I had. And with that, I started working, I started doing. So yes, uh, maybe not all the photos was in focus. No problem. I shoot more photos now. Like, okay, if I need 20 photos, maybe at the beginning, I was shooting like 100 photos No. To, to get the ones I really need. Then with practice, no, you get better on doing what you what you have, no. Also, some mistakes can be beautiful mistakes, no. So make you uh, develop a style as well. <laughs> so yeah, don't be afraid if you don't have the the la- latest equipment or the best equipment, no. The I always think the important. One of the most important things on our photography is our vision, no? So also depends, no? If you are doing commercial photography, you're going to need a very good equipment. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, it depends on the genre. But it's a genre that doesn't require expensive equipment and you don't have expensive equipment and you feel embarrassed. Don't feel embarrassed. No, no. Yeah, it's it's true. Yeah, As Nikki said, it's important to... Have a vision and passion. Yeah, yeah many, many times I, I, it happens to me in weddings, like uh, the guest has much better equipment than I have it now. <laughs> and they arrive to you like uh, with 10,000 euros in the neck no, of equipment. <laughs> uh, they look at you, no, like, okay, that's your gear. Yeah, man, that's my gear. Uh, because I just get this and then rah, rah, and I say like, okay, good to you. you know? it's, if you're happy, I'm happy to you. I'm happy with my equipment. works for me. You now makes me uh, have my work done. So it's perfect. I, I don't care. I think uh, the equipment is made for least now. So use it until you can use it. <laughs> when it's not working anymore, well, it's time to change. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, thank you for sharing this. It's very uplifting for, sure for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious to know, as a wedding and family photographer, how do you think the industry will change in the next few years? Wow. <laughs> this is a hard question because it's difficult to know now no, how it's changing. Like, uh, for example, if you ask me 
in 2019, this question, I had an answer. Then after past year, I have another another answer, no? So <laughs> it's, it's really crazy. But I think, um, I don't know in a long term, but at least in a short term, now like next years, a few next years, I think the importance of this kind of photos, no, family and wedding, it's going to be more important for people, or at least is what I see now with my request in, the, in, in this year. It's more important than before, I think, because all the things now we lived last year, or and we are still living now about the pandemia and that stuff, people is, is more conscious about they want to have memories with the, their loved ones, no? They, they give you more value, I think, in this time. So um, sometimes we listen about the, um, the industry, no? Maybe the wedding photography is going to disappear because all the cameras or all the cell phones now has a very, very good quality. Uh, everything now it's going to be better and more accessible for people. But I don't think it's true because, uh, as I told you before, uh, the important part of this work is the vision, no? And if you are a professional, know the the way, because for me, I don't offer just a photography service. I offer an, an experience, no? Because you are there for your customers, for your clients, no? Uh, like ones where the different questions they can have to give a, an opinion, no? to give a support during the day and also to have the memories on. So in this way, I think you, you, you grow, no? And the, how I see the industry in the, in a, at least in a short time, no? is going to be a, a lot of demand of this kind of, of service, no? not just the photography. The whole, no, the whole package. For I, I, I don't know if I explained. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, no, you explained it really well. I completely understand. And you made a good point about people seeing the value of family photos now, because we've definitely lived through a lot in the past few years, uh, especially in the last year or so. And it's been a lot, obviously, for people, and they've had to wrap their minds around the concept of family and time. And I think more than ever. I completely agree with what you said about that. People are interested in capturing that and documenting their family moments, even if they're simple and keeping those memories with them for a long time. So, yeah. 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 I always say like uh, when I talk with uh, with people now for the, the first time or, or when I met a, a client, it's like uh, for me, no, the, the has a lot of value, no, these, these memories. Because if you need like uh, go out of your home, no, very fast. No? I don't know if there's something happening, uh, but you need, and the only thing you can grab, maybe you can grab a, a photo and you're going to have that memory of your family with you. No? So for me, this is why it's important, this. And I think the people is understanding this value now because many people uh, saw their life change very dramatic way uh, the memories no? these images are the ones they can have with them no? In, after these changes so yeah for me it's going to be very more closer no? to, to this kind of, of service or, or a style of photography no? simple moments, daily moments no? I, I think is going to be or are the ones people are looking for, I think. Yeah, even those simple moments that we take for granted every day. Exactly. The yeah, yeah, they're the best. It's the, those are the memories we're going to miss, the moments we're going to miss. We're going to be like, oh, you know, I miss like, getting up every morning and having this specific routine. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's really, it's true. That, that's why I started doing now the, the photography of my children's because it's going to be my legacy for them. When I'm not going to be here anymore, uh, they're going to see their photos. 
And even if I'm not in the photos, they're going to know I take it. So they're going to remember about me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so special and so powerful. And thank you for sharing that with me and with the listeners. I have one more question with you. Yeah. <laughs> this interview. What is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world? Wow. <laughs> the one thing I like maybe to keep is, I think is the answer before. No, is a, is that no like a, make a do, document no the the people's life. Uh, I think that that's my my biggest achieve. No, I I never been so interested in be like famous or like have a wow a renowned name no or won all the prize all the contest in the world no. Uh, I remember uh, one of the first service uh, I do it for family in Mexico uh, was for this family. They were uh, Mexican, but they live in the they live in Mexico. It was a family from there, but the, the her father, the father of the family, was living in the uh, United States now. So he worked there like almost all the year and just come back. To Mexico like a few months every year and then come back to work over there. Many families do like that. And when I was taking the photos, um, I saw like uh, the family have a connection uh, between the mother and the and the boys, but not with the parent. So mm-hmm. I tried to make more strong this connection during, during the photos, no? And then I, I asked to him uh, a little bit of talking with him and he told me this no like he worked in the states he's an immigrant over there so come back a few times in mexico and that and he was like a very mexican stereotype no big mustache tough guy no not smile very much and when he saw the slideshow the slideshow of the photos he was crying <laughs> And this for me was very important because make me understand the importance of my work, what I'm doing now. Maybe until that moment, I don't get the idea, no? the full idea. It was just at the beginning. But this uh, gave me like, a, wow, a whole sense, no? a different sense of what I'm doing here. Oh, I'm do- I have a, a very important work to do no? Because I'm making memories for people now. They don't have maybe the opportunity. He, this guy hasn't the opportunity to pass time with the, with their children. But at that moment, he saw what he was missing and what he would love no, to spend more time with them. He was crying. And just he just uh, looked at me and said, like, thank you. Thank you, man. The, uh, and in that moment, no, I understand the power of the, of the work uh, or the path I was choosing go for. No, so for me, that's I think that's my the only thing I want to achieve. No, make these situations with people. No, uh, as you say, we are like uh, psychologists sometimes. Not just family and wedding photographers, also portraits, also all the people that has to work with people with normal people no <laughs> and that's i think the biggest keep we can we can have as a photographers no like uh, make feel somebody or ha- make has emotions with our photography to the people i think that's that's my keep no also i after that no other people told me like okay you know we have your photos at home now. Also, years later, they they send me pictures now of their their places now with with my photos. Uh, so that's something beautiful that, that I have the opportunity to share now. Also, for example, for families, I have clients. So I remember we start maybe with one big family, and then they, the kids grown up now, or maybe the the older ones get married. So each time we're bigger and bigger, no? So that's something beautiful, be part of that moment. So yeah, that's the one thing I keep like 
that and the one I think before I said I told you before like uh, I want my, my children to be proud of me <laughs> I I think that's the, the the most important thing for me you know like they they feel proud about their parents you now uh, and the job I do it or my work <laughs> well those are such beautiful answers thank you so much for sharing them with me and I really liked the story that you shared about that Mexican family and their father and how he was so grateful to you for taking those photographs, even though he didn't seem like a very expressive man. Um, I think we all we all have families and we all want to capture those relationships that we have with them and with our friends. And when somebody professional does that for us, I can only imagine how gratifying it is and how eye-opening it is. So also, I think as photographers, we maybe sometimes, and this is something I do, we take for granted that we are photographers because sometimes I'm like, eh, I've been doing this for many years. Anyone can take a good picture. <laughs> and, you know, you forget that there are people who know nothing about this. And to them, taking a photo, a good photo of them means everything to them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, also also because, uh, as, as you say, no, like uh, we have sometimes very used to the to the photos but that that's something like uh, for me now as i told you also before like uh, when you ask me for advice for the people who wants to have uh, good photos of their own kids now like uh, grab the camera with you all the time also for me no it's like uh, it's not uh, just uh, a work no it's not just my job I, it's it's what I choose to do, do it for life now. So I mostly all the time I'm going to have the camera with me because it's something I needed. Now it's like <laughs> my wallet or my cell phone. I, I need my camera with me. Also, if I have the cell phone with the camera, I need a camera <laughs> <laughs> because if not, I feel incomplete. No? So, and, and yes, I just say, you no, know, we, we, Sometimes we we made this uh, for, for sure, no? Like, okay, yeah, I'm a photographer, but it's not like that, no. We need uh, more these moments. I I'm a big fan of the daily moments, so <laughs> that that's why I need, I need not to, to have uh, this with me uh, and take the photos, no. Even if, for for example, for me in my, in my personal. I don't love too much be photographer. <laughs> I'm very shy in front of the camera. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I I feel more all more much more confident when I can shoot everyone else. But if I need to be in front of the camera, it's gonna be a pain of the ass of the photographer who who needs to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we definitely all have some, you know, things that we're not confident in as photographers. But I think the most important thing is that you can beautifully capture families and your own children and weddings. And I really liked your story. Thank you so much for talking about your experiences so openly. And I really hope the listeners learned a whole lot from you. Thank you so much, Daya. Thank you. I'm really happy. I'm really happy to have uh, to have this conversation with you. I, I was like uh, very excited this day. Like, Okay, okay, man, I, I need I prepare now. Yesterday I was talking in front of the mirror, like okay, I'm gonna <laughs> like like prepare me to the to a box match, but then today I forgot everything <laughs> like that I was <laughs> there and just talk for me, no, just talk and give you the answer I feel to do it. Sorry if uh, my English sometimes is not the best, uh, <laughs> but but hopefully everyone is going to get at least something uh, useful from this conversation. I'm sure of that. You did a great job. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. And I really look forward to seeing all the photos that you take in the future. Thank you so much, Daya. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Great Big Photography World wouldn't be what it is without our incredible listeners. We're grateful for the time you take to listen to other photographers' stories and share your feedback with us. If you'd like to help us keep this podcast running smoothly, you can become a member on our website. In return for your help, we'll provide you with all kinds of exciting perks. Go to greatbigphotographyworld.com. There's a link to it in the show notes.
As you can tell, Enrique is such a bright ray of sunshine. I had so much fun finding out about his incredible approach to family and wedding photography, and I hope that his tips gave you a better understanding of this genre. See you next week. There's a simple reason why PhotographyCourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.